Hey everyone, and welcome to Making It With Maggie, a community created for women who continue to live, maybe laugh, and definitely love as I share real life experiences as a human, mom, wife, and business owner. This podcast will include my background as a physical therapist and women's health coach to apply a variety of health and wellness strategies to this thing we call life. It's time to transform our motivations from passive self-awareness to an active aware yes. Hello, hello, and welcome to Making It With Maggie. This is episode one and I'm super excited to be here. This has been a long time coming and I'm ready to share all the things with you guys. Everything professionally, personally and everything in between. Get ready for me to share and honestly sometimes overshare all of my experiences and hopefully you can resonate with this podcast. If you're a mom, a wife, a business owner, or you just want to let loose. My name is Maggie Roth and I'm your host and I wanted to take this time to go into a little bit more detail on myself so you know who I am, who you're hopefully relating with, and let's delve a little bit deeper. So let's start out with my professional career. I started as a physical therapist in 2012. I've worked with a lot of physical therapists in the outpatient setting, meaning that if you've seen those big name places, you can drive down the street. They're like, they come up as Walgreens nowadays. They're so popular. And you know, started out my career there and had some really good patient experiences and working with some amazing colleagues as I went through these different opportunities. I eventually went on to work with a physician-owned practice, which was fabulous because I got to learn a little bit more from these orthopedic surgeons, what they do in and out of the surgery room and how I could best meet the needs of what their expectations were and the expectations of their patients too. So it was really nice because we were across the hallway from each other, met some fabulous mentors there, and really delved deep into more complex conditions so that I could help people beyond just the athletes that I was working with previously as an athletic trainer. I started to get into the shift of, okay, we've been doing all these things, we're following all this research, but really was shifting from what we learned in PT school from this Western medicine paradigm, and we're so focused on increasing productivity and insurances, uh, reimbursing less over time, it's covering less for patients, and really was trying to find a balance to between how can I provide the best patient care but meet the needs of these businesses that I'm working with. Over time, I started to really burn out. I mean, there were a couple times after the first three years of working as a physical therapist, I'm like, maybe maybe I need to go a different route. And the thought crossed my mind. We had a dog yet at the time. She was getting older. I'm like, maybe I need to be a PT for animals. That would be super cool. I used to want to be a vet, 
and then sat back and thought on it. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need to give it another chance. Maybe I just need to go to a different facility and see if they can offer me something different for putting more time into patient care. So, you know, tried multiple different jobs and still wasn't finding the groove where I could give the amount of attention that I felt the patients deserved both hands-on and exercise-wise, where I was seeing my patients, they weren't being transferred over to other practitioners. Um, And then I became a mom in 2017 and 2019. And to be honest, my perspective totally shifted with the balance of, okay, my career is now having to balance a little bit more with my family life. I have a son and daughter who are now six and four, and they're fantastic. They're great kids. I'm fortunate to have an amazing husband who teaches. So we were both working full-time at the time, and it really started to become a lot. Fast forward, you know, a year in, nine months in, actually, and COVID hits, and everything hits the fan. You know, life's thrown upside down. Um, It was funny because our... We had been home for seven weeks together. My sister had come to live with us, which would be for about a year. So we had three adults living in the house, my two kiddos, and go back to work at the facility I was working at at the time. And obviously we had a shift in patient care again. Now we're dealing with telehealth appointments. You've got the extra, um, you've got those extra uh, policies in place to make sure that everything is cleaner, more sterile than it was before. And throughout all of this, we're reassessing the needs of the practices, reassessing the needs of the patients. And really what it came down to was I had to reassess what I needed for myself. That is when I really delved into looking into opening my own practice for physical therapy. It had been a thought in the back of my mind for years, and I just didn't feel like I was ready. From a clinical perspective, I didn't feel like I had all the tools in the toolbox, all the experience. And after COVID hit and having a taking on a few more positions, I've recognized that nothing was going to be what I wanted it to be. And I'm like, forget it. I am opening my practice and now I have been open for about a year. I am a physical therapist and a women's health coach at Ribbon Physical Therapy and Wellness in Lamont, Illinois. And I can truly say it has been one of the most eye-opening and positive experiences in my career thus far. I've been able to really break away and do what I feel is necessary for my patients. And I feel that that resonates with the patients too. I can give them the time and the energy they need while having time for my family and really getting at that balance. So with those previous experiences between sports medicine as working with elite athletes, as an athletic trainer, working with the outpatient uh facilities as a physical therapist, both, you know, fairly, um, you know, simple injuries where they were like right ankle sprains or whatnot to more complex conditions. 
And then I started to get into pelvic health after having kiddos and recognizing the difficulties postpartum and even throughout my pregnancies, which led me to believe that I want to help more women and giving more resources to women during this transition. We don't realize how much, how many transitions we actually hit before and after pregnancy, whether it's you hit puberty and then you're within childbearing age, whether you are deciding to have kiddos or not, or this process is becoming more of a challenge for you if people are having trouble having kids. Fast forward to perimenopause and then menopause and trying to manage your family or your personal life with your career. It's just a lot to manage. And recognizing that there aren't a ton of resources. You'll go to your practitioner asking for resources and they're extending a hand and they're like, well, this is kind of where it all ends and you need to see a different specialist, but then there's no resources provided for you. And I really wanted to extend my resources, be, be a person and a professional that can provide those other outlets for people too. Beyond that, what I've found is with the women's health end of physical therapy, I have come across more of these autoimmune conditions and these comorbidities that come into play throughout the human body that also impact pelvic health. And that's where I've recognized the body as a bigger system rather than just looking at the muscles, the tendons, the bones, the ligaments and joints, the nerves. There's so much more that makes us a person beyond the physical um, component of ourselves. It's the mental component. It's the psycholo- It's psychological. It's spiritual. It's emotional. And that's what makes us an individual. And I think... Nowadays, when we're approaching medicine, we we and nothing's cookie cutter anymore. And if you've ever been to physical therapy and they have you do a million clamshells just because you've got hip pain, that stuff drives me nuts. It you can't you have to delve deeper into the person. You have to make sure that you're meeting their needs and you're just not just making recommendations and hoping that they comply with it. No, you have to meet, you know, is this something you feel like you can fit into your life? If not, okay, let's come to an understanding. And I think we we work on compromise outside the professional setting, you know, with when you're even having discussions at family parties or with other moms at school, you know, okay, well, let's have a play date with our kids. Okay, well, I can do this day, but I can't do that day. Okay, well, let's see if we can make this time frame work. But rarely do we ever find ourselves ourselves making this compromise when we're in a doctor's office. You know, we get in there, we ask our questions, they make a recommendation. We're like, okay, we have to do this. And we're not really provided with other options. And I feel like there's so many other things. There's other methods, other tools in that toolbox to address the goals that you want to achieve too. 
So I've really been able to delve deep into some of these autoimmune conditions, whether it's PCOS, fibromyalgia, endometriosis, EDS, and really apply that to physical therapy or at least at least have people reach out and be able to get more resources so we are coming at these conditions multifactorial instead of just being like, okay, physical therapy is the option and then we're frustrated if it doesn't work. So with that, I've made a lot of adjustments and there's been times where it's been very overwhelming and there's been times where it's been a little bit more manageable. So that journey personally has been a true roller coaster. And I think that just resonates with a lot of people, whether you are working full time as a mom, whether you are a stay at home mom, whether you're not a mom at all and you're just and you're just a woman who wants to put her career first and foremost. Or I look at family members and friends that they just want decent work-life balance. They want to put the energy into their, they've got a passion for their job, but they also don't want to be working at it 50 hours a week because that's a total burnout too. They want to they want to work, but they also want to live more than anything. So what I found throughout this process is that I've really had to narrow down on what I want to do, what I need for myself versus what I should do or what I feel like I have to do. So let's be honest, I there's times where I have to do laundry, but it doesn't have to be on the weekends. Okay, when can I do this? Can I ask for help? Can I reach out to people and find these resources? Um, you know, recognizing that I don't have to micromanage every single point in my life, whether it's, you know, I'm at home and I can ask my husband, hey, can you just throw this load of laundry in? And that way when I'm done with my work shift, I can come home and I can dry it. Or, hey, I had this plan where I'm going to I'm going to fold the laundry today. Okay, that's not where my energy's at. I feel like I'm going to clean up the basement instead and really just move where my energy's taking me so that way I can meet the needs of myself and I'm not hitting that burnout throughout personal and professional lifestyle. So that's kind of a little bit about me, and hopefully you guys can relate in more than one way to that, no matter where you're at on this path. But I want to go into a little bit more detail on what you can expect from this podcast moving forward. I know we discussed that in the intro a little bit, but let's get down to some of the nitty gritty. It's it's going to be a lot of delving into, okay, from the physical therapy perspective, possibly going through case studies and things that I chat about with my patients on a regular basis or great questions that come up that really make physical therapy more well-rounded and apply to bigger aspects than just 
the this is what exercise I've got to do. Okay, how can this activity apply to my daily life? You know, people, some people want to get back to exercise. Some people just want to be able to walk again or be able to manage the back to school shuffle with their kiddos. And I feel like those are all reasonable goals, especially depending on what that patient needs or what that person needs in their life at that moment in time. So get ready to hear a little bit more about that. And then from the women's health coaching perspective, being able to find small action steps that we can make towards achieving these goals. Sometimes I find that we lose ourselves in the bigger vision. If you're anybody like me, I am an all or nothing person. I am like, okay, I am gonna start working out five or six days a week for a half hour at a time. And then I do that for, I'm on par for meeting that goal for the first two or three days. And then something comes up at home where, okay, I've got the, I've got a shift in my schedule where I've got to get the kids to one of their activities and then I don't have time to work out. And then I'm like, cool, didn't meet that goal. So I'm not even going to address the rest of the goal the rest of the day and, or the rest of the week. And so it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And I think that's where some of my biggest transitions have come from that even, you know, picking away and doing things such as, okay, you know what, maybe I'm going to track this and meet this goal. I'm going to try and work out two days a week this week. And if I make it more than that, fabulous. Or I'm going to do 20 minutes of exercise rather than 30 minutes of exercise because mentally I just can't fathom. I don't have the bandwidth to be able to meet 30 minutes a few days a week. I just don't feel how I can fit that into my schedule and still have the energy or the mindfulness to be in that moment. So you'll hear me talk a little bit about that and just managing some of those difficult situations and giving you ideas on how we can keep ourselves accountable if that's one of our goals. Another thing that I talk about a lot is increasing body awareness. And I go through this as a physical therapist, um, you know, as, as a woman and as a women's health coach is just increasing your, yes, self-awareness, but more so you want to be committed to that, which is where we get into this aware yes where, that I talk about in the intro. And you want to be aware of what's happening with your within your body. What are your emotions that are related to certain activities? Or you're having this discussion and you're getting passionate about this. What are you feeling in that moment? Is it positive? Is it negative? Is it you're not sure what you're feeling, but you're like, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about this, but this is a new emotion. And is it something I want to feel again? Is it something that I want to just manage better so that I don't feel this all the time? It's how we manage stress. You know, sometimes we're, we recognize that, okay, we're, we've got stressful situations. Physically, I like to be, I like to stress my body when I have a good workout. I love to feel the sweat. I love to feel the burn, but I don't want that those same stressors coming into play when I'm managing difficult situations and I really have to be mindful and keep my emotions in check 
and be focused on under other individuals and what they're feeling when I'm working in the clinic. So really getting down to being able to recognize what our body's saying so that we can make the appropriate changes and then reassess that until we meet the goal and achieve what we want out of what we want our body to do or how we want our body to feel. As always, let's continue to transition from awareness to aware yes.